No, you're not alone. Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, with you for the next 30 minutes. We've got an action-packed show with lots of stuff to talk about in the studio. We've got Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, at 499-6360. He not only does a great job at closings, but if he doesn't know something that you need, he knows who to tell you to go to. And plus, he's also... My resume says I know everything, so I'm going to (laughs) know what they need. But if I don't do it, I know who does. I have a takeoff on a T-shirt that we need to have made for you. I have... Uh, a T-shirt that says, I don't need Google. My wife knows everything. Ah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. I have to have Sandy's name printed underneath that. Also here, uh, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. They hire veterans, and they're the number one Home Team Inspection Service in the country for five years in a row. Yeah. And you are, you've got every branch of the military we, but one, right? Well, we just, we just hired a Navy vet. Yeah. So I do not have... A Coast Guard vet yet. Okay. So, so if there's a Coast Guard vet out there that wants to explore home inspection. What about the merchant Give marine? me a call at 357-0813. You don't have anybody from the merchant marine. Well, no, I, and you know, I got uh, another one that you haven't know. gotten anybody from yet. What's that? The Space Force. Space Force, no. Well, that's, I, that's true. Right? But I, I don't I, think there's any vets yet, though, right? Uh, there to, are no vets yet. Right. Yeah. We we're, need a song for the Space Force because every I, branch has their own song. You know, I, I, b- s- I believe there is a song. It's I knew you were going there. Have you watched Picard, by the way? I have. I've watched two episodes. I only watched one so far. I'm disappointed. Yeah, so am I. I can't get into it. Chuck and I are big sci-fi fans. Maybe I'll get my seven-year-old grandson to uh, pursue Space Force. Space Force. There there you go. I love that. Third generation coming in. Coming coming up a little later on in today's show, 10 energy-saving myths you should not believe. We'll talk about that in a bit. First, we go to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840. W-H-A-S. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Alice. Yeah. When we purchased our home originally, the owner said that it was 3,100 square feet. Yep. When we purchased our house, it was for sale by owner. Okay. Now that we go to sell our home, the PVA is saying that it is 2616. How do we know what the actual square footage is? So on the first thing I would tell you from my standpoint is is to have a, an appraiser come out, and they'll charge about 100 mm-hmm. bucks to physically measure your home. Agents can do it. We can try to do it. Well, we will do it. But then we're putting our own license on the line. Yeah, I would advise you not, not to. Not to, right. Yeah. So for 100 bucks, if you're really concerned about it, and it could be if there's a discrepancy, as you're describing, it could mean uh, more money for you if it's the larger size. Yeah. And but, if it was a FISBO, they might have been counting places that a, an appraiser can't count it. And I think that becomes the primary yeah. part of this question is, can you trust what the FISBO, what a for sale by owner tells you when you buy a home? Can you trust it? Uh, it depends on the person telling you. Uh, should you trust it? Uh, I'm of the opinion that if something matters to you and somebody tells you this is the way it is, well, that's great, but I'm going to you know, do my own research and, and double check it. Right, like get your own appraisal yeah. if you're going to buy a home and you need a value on it. It's if, always, if, if you're going with the lender, then yeah. they're probably going to order it that anyway. Was, that so. was kind of a wife-beater question. Yeah. Do, you, no. do, you, uh, do you trust the, the FISBO if he tells you something? Well, of course you trust him, but you verify. Well, here's where I'm going with this. I, I'm a big believer in rules and yeah. regulations. 
as a real estate agent, a licensed real estate agent in the mm-hmm. state of Kentucky and southern Indiana, we are held to some really high standards. If someone says my house is 3,000 square feet, I need to see where they're saying it from or yeah. we go to a source that is reputable. But uh, for sale by owner, Chuck, correct me if I'm wrong, is not held to the same regulations that we well, are. Well, they're not going to be held to the same standard, but that's still, if somebody tells you something that's incorrect and it goes to your, and, and it damages you, well, that's that's something that's actionable. So wait, wait, so you say something that's yeah. actionable, but I mean, what period of time? Well, you're going to have, uh, again, you're going to have your statutes of limitation that uh, are based on when you knew or should have known. And in fact, uh, you're also required to mitigate things. So if you go to a place and he says, oh, it's exactly this square footage, and you just accept it, well, you know, maybe maybe you're lessening any action you can take. But the fact of the matter is the number of lawsuits over square footage is ridiculous. Uh, in terms of the num- large yeah. number. Yeah, somebody says it's, uh, you know, 100 and, or, you know, 3,000 and it's actually 2,500. Yeah. Well, a lot of places are purchased by, um, you know, value of square feet, et cetera, et cetera. You talk commercial uh, properties, of course, rarely do you not have realtors involved in that. Yeah, but uh, there, there have there's a large number of lawsuits based on because uh, they'll say, "Oh, we thought we were buying X, and and we paid X per square foot based on that, and uh, you told us something wrong." So, but so here, let me tell you what I hear you saying, yeah. which, which is uh, of interest. That you shouldn't say it unless you know it to be accurate. Accurate, but if this for sale by owner. Mm-hmm. stated the house is, let's just say, 2,700 square feet. Uh, let's go the other way. Let's say the for, the for sale by owner says it was 3,200 square mm-hmm. feet. PVA says it's 2,700. Well, there's again, a problem. PVA, a you don't take PVA. You don't. I get that. But yeah. the discrepancy there means that there's something wrong and it need to have an well, official measurement. Well, yeah. Uh, but, so now she's going to sell her house. Mm-hmm. And she realizes she didn't look before. She realizes mm-hmm. maybe it's five years later. Yeah, it, you're, you were, you just said it's when you know or should uh, you know, have yeah. known. So this and is now yeah. she should have known. Due diligence is in my mind uh, upfront is, is early. Upfront. Okay. Yeah. So that what it is that is a concern. And there's a ten percent rule. Are you aware well, that's of this in 10%? the contract? If the if the size of your house that is listed is ten percent or more smaller than it's what it's listed mm-hmm. for, then the appraiser, the contract could be reduced yeah. accordingly, yeah. which could be costly to you. One more thing we're seeing a lot of for everybody listening, we got away from doing um, surveys on land. Mm-hmm. We used to do it all the time. And in the last couple of months, I've run into scenarios that are just really needed a survey. Right. That's where I'm going with yeah. this. The cost on a survey four hundred or four, so four fifty somewhere in that for standard of, survey yeah, yeah. Uh, depending on where it's at and how big the property is but uh, yeah it's I've run into a couple of scenarios where uh, survey should have been done so f- what you take away on this folks is that even though it's an extra four four fifty yeah. if you are thinking about it sleeping well at night this would be another way to do it home yeah. inspections is a, a must radon tests especially with basements a must. Consider also a survey. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. And then termite if you need to. Well, termite always is a good idea. Do yeah. you know what I've been told in Kentucky? Uh, if you don't have termites, you will. Yeah, yeah, but there's some new regulations that are coming out that say that if you've had it treated as a seller, you need to, you should disclose that to your yeah. 
to your agent who will disclose it, and the, the buyer may not have to worry about a termite uh, inspection. I'd still do one. I would, too. Yeah. I would, too. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, go to LouisvilleAgent.com. And if you want to hear what, uh, what, what buyers and sellers are saying about us, go to LouisvilleZillow.com. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Bob, this is Beth. Yeah. Is it true that between 1942 and 1958, some of the sewer lines were made out of paper mache connecting the house to the main sewer line? That may say seems far-fetched, but Brad, you did some research on yeah, that. Yeah, so this, this question it had come up before. I'm going to go back to a little bit of lesson on history of, of sewer lines. Sure, so, yeah. There is a paper mache sewer lines, as this was this caller had uh, mentioned. Uh, those were only made in England, and it is it is pulp that's been mixed with uh, uh, bitumen, uh, which is essentially what holds asphalt together. And it and it was a it was a pipe that was made there. Now, because of it, the war, well, and no, metal it scarce. Back, or? No, it doesn't. This this happened for, a long, okay. this happened for a hundred right. years. Got it. So, but in the in the U.S., um, there is a there is a pipe called an Orangeburg pipe. Oh. And what the Orangeburg pipe is, it was originally made for conduit, so electrical conduit. So if you go to um, the Empire State Building, for instance, that's that's claimed that they have about 1,100 miles of this Orangeburg piping that hmm. has the electrical uh, cables running through it. But Orangeburg piping is common in some areas of the country. Uh, it was used from the late 1800s into the 1970s as sewer lines. So, yes, they... they um, it's a material that's made out of wood chips and the mm. uh, and the pitch. Um, it's pressed into shape. It's 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 a rigid pipe. It's a lightweight pipe. It's much lighter than clay or what we might think of as the uh, what we would call tiles uh, here or ceramic, depending yeah. on what you know. It's all the same thing, but it's a lot lighter. It lasts you know up to fifty years. It may only last ten years. Orangeburg piping is is somewhat uh, common. It's typical. Um, again, you don't you don't always see it. You, you see very little of it in the house. Most of what we're seeing around this part of the country is uh, will be PVC. The older uh, homes will have cast iron um, in them. Those are going to be the two most common. But the main line out in your yard that's connecting to the sewer is probably going to be PVC or or tile. Uh, Orangeburg piping, I I don't think was all that common around the Louisville area. But there's there's probably some of it. Uh, but it's not it's not something that you know, I, I've not heard plumbers talk about a big issue with it. With it here. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and what's interesting is that in other states, we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. in other states they require other cities a, a sewer inspection yes. as part of the yeah. inspection process for a home. Yeah. And the sewer inspection is always a good idea uh, for a house that has been vacant. If you're looking at purchasing a home that's been vacant for, say, more than sure. six months. Yeah. Because when you have the clay, uh, the ceramic uh, or the tile main lines going you know through your yard that's the type of of material that the tree roots can get in and clog up so Mm. you'd want to talk to a plumber talk to a a company that that does the you know the the cleaning of those of those lines they can send a camera through there just to make sure that you don't have any damage to the tile Mm. uh you don't have any any tree roots coming in and and it's relatively inexpensive to clean those clean those lines out and if you think we're talking about so many inspections we talked about survey we talked about sewer lines Greg, you and I were at, I think you were on this uh, conference with uh, one of our masterminds where our buddy Anthony out in uh, California who owns um, uh, Adolfo, I think, Amalfi Real Estate. How many 
inspections? Did, did he say that his <sighs> they area do some was, was like 27 it was a, yeah, it different was, types of inspections mm-hmm. to buy a home? Mm-hmm. Of course, they're they, multi-million they, dollar are, homes. Yeah, there's yep. a lot of different types of A lot of specialists. Yes. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Oof. If you uh, want to see money. a yeah. booklet, that we have a booklet that's free, no obligation. We send it out free of charge. And all you need to do is send me an email. It's how to sell your home faster and for more money. It's great tips. Please just simply send me an email, bob at com, and put selling tips in the subject line. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. It's Susie. Yeah. A few years ago, my neighbors built a wooden fence around their home. I have a great relationship with my neighbors, uh-huh. but my wife and I just realized that their fence actually was built three feet onto our property. He doesn't actually use those three feet on his side of the fence, but now we can no longer access them. I've heard that we can now claim ownership over that land through adverse possession. Can he really take our land like that, even though he's not doing anything with those three feet of land? Okay, so, Chuck, I, well, I heard a couple of different things. that m- Some of them might be contra- sound like yeah, back, yeah, back to backwards. But uh, I think she's asking, can they take over that three feet of her land? Because their if her, fence right, if her, sits on her on land. her, yeah, right. yeah. Well, uh, adverse possession—that's that's an interesting topic. Uh, open, continuous, exclusive, adverse, and notorious possession for 15 years, uh, and then you can file a quiet title lawsuit and claim that land. It's it's one of those things that uh, everybody likes to talk about, and you know, oh, I've been mowing that lawn forever. But the the problem lies in the fact that uh, uh, if you gave them permission to be there, if they're, um, it has to be open. Everybody has to be able to see it. Uh, continuous uh, for the length of the fifteen years. Exclusive. Nobody else can use it adverse we don't have any permission we don't have any knowledge on the other side if i if i know you're using that over there and uh, i'm letting you do it mm-hmm. and i don't do anything about it well that's not adverse possession um it's got to be hostile uh basically you have to build a fence stick cows on it and put up a sign saying this is my land and these are my cows uh and do that for about 15 years um, so it, it can be done, but let's move but it it's back. not as it's not going to be something like that. But back to Susie. So yeah. she, the neighbors, put a fence on mm-hmm. her land. Yeah. Even if it's five years later, she can tell them to move it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, now those problems usually, uh, you know, she said she has a good relationship with them. Well, right. I'm, a, I'm a fan of apple pie diplomacy. Right. Uh, bake them an apple pie. Go over there and say, Hey guys, just found out that you you're three feet on my land. Here's the survey that proves it. Um, you know, what are we going to do about this? And uh, easily done. Uh, every time I've run into this situation, and, and usually what it, don't even ask me why, uh, multi-million dollar homes here in Jefferson County, somebody builds a pool, they're trying to save a couple of bucks, don't do the survey, put the fence up, find out it's on the neighbor's lawn. <laughs> what they do is they go over, talk to the neighbor, and the neighbor says, yeah, I'll take a couple grand and, and uh, I'll give you a... Well, not deed it over, because if you deed it, then you have to do a minor plat and subdivision, which is roughly two grand in two months. And, and you have to go well, to the only The only reason I drumming. said this, we just had a yeah. home that we sold in Hurstbourne, and that the, the and owner that, had that. That is a way to do it. Right. Uh, that is the most complete way to yes. do it. But the yes. way you're telling you us is to put You can also a, do an easement, easement, a perpetual right. easement, uh, that'll pass with the land, uh, so that it's not just while you own the property, but anybody that owns it after you. And then if you ever remove the fence, if it, what if the new buyer and seller doesn't matter? The easement passes through. Yeah, it it's, passes it's, right. It through. holds the weight, even of, from the neighbor's yeah. side. Yeah. It would pass through. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. my fence is on your land. 
you give me that easement, it's perpetual easement, provided it's written properly. I saw yeah. an easement today that, oh, my God. Uh, anyhow, right. uh, provided well, it's written correctly, it'll pass when I sell the house. It'll also pass when you sell the house. Good. But it, and obviously, the the new parties of the new owners would have to be informed that this easement is in place. Yeah, well, it's of record, so they'll have constructive knowledge. Yeah. Again, that falls back to the you knew or should have known. Yeah, and if they do a survey, the they would know that as well at that. Yeah, point. absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break. Well, when we come back, ten in energy saving myths you should not believe. In the studio, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. They do great closings and a lot of other things, too, uh, including wills. You can always check with Chuck on that. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They hire vets that are the number one Home Team Inspection Service five years in a row now in the country. 357-0813. My son, Greg. Yes, sir. And you can see him on Instagram. At we sell Louisville or 502-718-7186. And I know we're throwing a lot at you here, but listen, we need homes to sell because we keep selling them. And you can reach me anytime. I'd love to come out and talk to you. 376-5483. We are back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Here's a message from Shark Tank's Barbara Corcoran. You may have seen Wall Street hedge fund companies advertise that they'll pay you instant cash for your home. Well, I hope you're not considering leaving the sale of your home up to a website. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Selling your home is easy if you hire the right agent who can give you options. In Louisville, Bob Sicola can bring you an immediate cash offer. He has a track record of getting sellers more money than the average agent. Find out what your home is really worth. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold. News Radio 840-WHAS. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran. And if you want more information about our Guaranteed Sale program, program or Instant Offer Program, simply give me a call. No extra fees. You can cancel at any time with Guaranteed Sale or interest in, Instant Offer Program. But i just telling you, most people want to just us to come out and sell it the way we normally do, which is for more money and faster 
and our track record proves it. So give me a buzz at 376-5483. That's 376-5483. And if you want to see what sellers are saying about us, I mean, actually watch some of the interviews at closings. Go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com or read about our reviews on Zillow at LouisvilleZillow.com. And in the studio here, we've got Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. They do great closings, wills, and a variety of other things that you can do legally. And if Chuck doesn't do it, he knows who does. You can reach him at 499-6360. My son, Greg, who does all of our marketing pictures, does a phenomenal job. And you can see some of the stuff that we do social media-wise on Instagram at? At, at, we sell Louisville or at the Sokoler team or at Greg Sokoler or whatever you want. We're out there. All right. So, gents, so 10 energy-saving myths that we may have heard about but may not necessarily be true. And, Brad, you're going to be the litmus test. Okay. And, Chuck, if you know, and Greg, if you know, jump on this. Close vents in empty rooms to save on your energy bill. Myth. Yeah. You're shaking your head. That's yeah, a no. You don't want to do that. Because? Because you want to keep the airflow. This, the system is designed for a certain amount of airflow, and it's it's just going to put additional pressure into other parts of the house, which is not which is going to offset any savings you might have had not cooling this, that. This guy that knows his stuff. Yes, closing vents can cause pressure buildup and leaks in the HVAC system ducts which will turn uh, into energy waste. Exactly. Good stuff. Using your dishwasher is worse than hand washing. Is that true or false, Chuck? I don't know. I just know that I'm not likely to be hand washing all the dishes. Likewise. Uh, Brad, what are your thoughts? I, you know, it's I'm a hand washer when it comes to just a couple of things that I, that couple. I wash. Couple. A couple Keywords. things. Yeah, yeah, a couple, because I know that it does use a lot of water, a lot more water than a dishwasher would use. Absolutely. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. This is very true. And it uses heat. So. Right. Yeah, and heat. Yeah. So you're... But the heat's also coming from the water heater, heating up the water for you to wash the dishes. Right. But you're hand. using less water because you've got it in the sink. Well, maybe, not necessarily, because outfitted with the new Energy Star certified dishwashers that feature energy-efficient wash settings, Mm -hmm. washing kitchenware by hand now often uses up more hot water than the machine would use. You should, however, avoid running the appliance if it's almost empty. Because I I think the modern dishwashers have boosters for the temperature. It's possible to get it even hotter. You're not using your water heater to do that. If it's off, it's not using up energy. Greg? No, that's, a, that's false. Okay. Vampire energy. Mm-hmm. Plugged-in appliances or electric gadgets still draw power, even when turned off, to mm-hmm. prevent this sucking of vampire power. Oh, it's Ooh. like a ride. Honestly, I did not he read didn't this. See us. Unplug infrequently used electronics when they're not in use or when you're heading out of vacation. Always. Okay. I unplug my computer. Yep. The only thing I really leave in is the refrigerator. How about this? Mm-hmm. Will a, will a smart thermostat save you tons of money? Do we all, do we all have smart thermostats? Yeah, yeah I yeah. do. Yeah. yeah, but it's not saving you tons The of savings money. potential of smart thermostats is an often used selling point. You go into, they say, hey, get this. It's a bunch of malarkey. It's cool. It's, it's not necessarily true. Uh, for instance, if you are used to a programmable thermostat, installing a smart device may not have a measurable impact on your utility bill. Similarly, uh, similarly, an 
intelligent thermostat won't waste or save you money if it's underutilized. Mm-hmm. So, well, and like I had my I have geothermal unit, and yeah. when we had the Nest, um, actually it wasn't smart at all. Its default right. was costing me more money, wow, and I yes. had to go in and learn how to change mm-hmm. the default yes. so it didn't turn on my emergency heat right. when yeah. it was 45 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. No reason for it, but so it was a default. This yeah. one is going to come as a shock to my wife, Sandy. We get home, and maybe the, the we've had it set back to a – uh, lower temperature, so Sandy will take it and go from sixty nine all the way up to seventy eight. Oof! No, no, no. She because she wants to get it hot quickly. That doesn't no, do that doesn't speed it up. Doesn't doesn't speed it up. <laughs> You're lounging Sorry, around Sandy. on a gloomy Saturday afternoon and notice your feet are getting chilly, so you crank up the thermostat to warm things up fast. Unfortunately, jumping the setting up really doesn't mm-hmm. magically make the system work more quickly. Brad. That's 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 true. It's, yeah, it's works just, as it, it can works. only do what it can do. To get you a space heater and put it right mm-hmm. on your feet. All right. So let's say I'm going on vacation mm-hmm. and I put on the eco temperature settings. Yeah, I'm supposed sure. to save money. Will that save me money? Absolutely. Well, the, according to this report, not true. It takes more energy to keep your home at a constant comfortable Ooh, temperature no, no, no. than to reheat or cool down upon well, you, your That's how you asked him. Yeah. Yeah. We're asked well, on, on a vacation. On a vacation. Yeah. So if you go home, yes. So you're away for the day. If Let's you're away for the day, it. no, you wouldn't want to. Wouldn't, you wouldn't want to drop. If you're really, if you're really sleuthy and your thermostats are smart, there's some that'll read and find out what temperature it is on a certain day, or so, when you're home. Well, no, no, no. If you're going on vacation, because then you would leave it, and then once it's naturally like 75 degrees, 80 degrees outside, it will just your home will heat back up, and then it'll kick the heater back on or whatever mm-hmm. to keep that temperature. Constant. So here's a question for all of you: Do you know the 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 thing where you can turn it on continuous fan yes. running, good or bad? I think it's good. Now, I've got a system in my house that has variable speed, which most of the modern systems have, and the variable speeds will keep it running at a lower at a lower speed almost constantly. Chuck? No idea. Okay. Running the HVAC fan helps circulate air in your home, but running it all the time is a colossal energy mm-hmm. uh, sucking. Uh, while the fan does distribute the air evenly, um, it can reduce the presence of allergens. Running it twenty four seven can add hundreds of dollars to your yearly utility bill. Yeah, the, the phones will be ringing tomorrow from the HVAC guys on that one to, with, with different thoughts. Oh, sure, yeah, but the, yeah. I mean, meanwhile, uh, guess what? This past month, my energy bill, bill, electric and gas, eight hundred and eighty bucks. Something's wrong. Wow. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's that's not something's right. wrong. Especially this last month, it hasn't been that cold. Yeah. No, I no. know. So I don't know if the meter reader read it wrong. That's a true vampire. That's a problem. i got to work on that one. You won't need to change the filters if you run your HVAC fan continuously. That's not true at all. No, impact them that much quicker. You should always change your filters. No need to fix what ain't broke. You're gone a year without any HVAC problems. Great. You should still call an HVAC technician for a system checkup about once a year. Regular maintenance. You, you twice a year. Twice a year. Twice a year. I've got twice yeah, Prudential or something. They'll do like a four times a year. Yeah. They'll come out once a, a quarter. Yeah. 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 I know. I got to get that done. That's good stuff. And then uh, if you use less, use it less, you'll save energy and it'll last a lot longer. Leaving a car sitting in a driveway or garage for months on end, there's a chance it may not start the next time you turn on the ignition. So if you're leaving it alone, not so good. Uh, limiting your use can lead to premature wear for tear. For example, dishwashers are built to handle constant moisture and exposure. When they're left to sit, the seals may start to crack, reducing the appliance's lifespan. Mm. So be careful about what you hear. You need to check with professionals or go on Google, Google it. And just FYI, folks, 
if you're wondering where are all the houses, we've got a lack of inventory. Uh, the total inventory at the end of this past December, for example, was uh, 1.4 million units. That's down 14.6%. Wow. In November, down 8.5%. We've all, we're off to a hot market, but also inventory down. So if you're thinking about selling, we can not only sell your home, but we've got 25 agents who can get you out there to find the home of your dreams as it comes on the market. Take a leap of faith. It's coming on the market this year, but right now is the time to get yours on the market and sold. Three seven six five four eight three is my direct number. My thanks to Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service, three five seven zero eight one three. Thanks for being here. Hey, always a pleasure. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. They do great closings. Four nine nine six three six zero. Thank you. We'll see you next time. My son Greg. Yep. Always a pleasure to see you there, buddy. Always a pleasure. And you can reach him at? At We Sell Louisville, at the Socolor team, at Greg Socolor on any social on, media. On, okay, any good, social yeah. media. And if you want to see what uh, what really our clients are saying about us, go to LouisvilleZillow.com. You can call me any day, night, weekend, 376-5483. We hope you have a great Sunday. Now that we're heading into spring, who knows what questions we're going to have over the next couple of months we're always ready for your questions we'd love so to hear ready. from you Please we'll, call. S- we'll see you next sunday on news radio 840 whas